shit. All right. Oh my god. It's another sold out arena. It's uh, amazing. I'm gonna put the number at twenty thousand people. That's what I'm gonna put it at. Well, that's an estimate. It could be more. I think. Yeah. I think. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I'd say twenty. Twenty thousand is being is being um, is being generous. No, being conservative. This is conservative. I don't understand <laughs> words, Chris. I'm either one. Guy. Either one will work. Um, uh, but uh, you know, it's um, it w- when you uh, when you're about to go on and five people come by holding chairs as they take them down. You uh, you think well that's that's uh, scaring some people away. Now people aren't going to come in because there's not enough chairs. Well, I always tell people, I go pull those chairs out of there. Yeah, you don't, don't want people I, on no, chairs. I want people on the ground wrestling. Um, <laughs> I want them in bean bags. I want them on the artificial turf that we have here. That's what I want, and I want them right now. Oh, we got a photographer here, ladies and gentlemen, for you listening at home and around the world. We're at the All Things Comedy Festival year Second two, Second year in a row. Yeah, how about yeah. give that a round of applause, everybody? Yeah. We're at the uh, famous pop-up studio with the All Things Comedy uh, Yeah, they really, they really spruced it up this, mm-hmm. this year. Last year, it was sort of like they stole it. Uh, <laughs> it felt like there was sort of a squatting issue happening, mm-hmm. and uh, they were just waiting for the cops to roll them out of here, and they mm-hmm. didn't. And this year, it felt like yeah. maybe they paid a check. Yeah, and it's uh, you know it's regulated. Only it's, people with badges can oh, come wow. in. It's, yeah. And they have huge letters behind us. Mm-hmm. Let's say ATC. We asked them to get CFN letters. They said no. Well, they uh, gave us one. They gave. <laughs> <laughs> they gave us one. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, this is pretty cool. And so far, the difference between this year and last year. Last year, a lot of people walked in and went, "There's no soup in here," and then walked out. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> this time. <laughs> This year, everyone's bringing their own soup. They're bringing their own soup, which yeah. is really fantastic. And a badge. It's a soup and a badge. Soup night. and a badge. There's mm-hmm. a bean bag here. There's mm-hmm. Red Bull. There's a table full of apples. Yep. Uh, and there's some uh, Stranger Things lights hung in the some corner. Stranger Things lights. Yeah. There's a Deep Eddy vodka. Mm-hmm. So that's a sponsor. So that sounds like a fake brand name. That is sort of a an Easter egg for somebody. I mean, it's good to be here. Like uh, you know, because we drove up from LA, and with traffic, it's only like 16 hours. It was 16 so. hours. It's not bad. We swung yeah. in through Denver and on our way down, but yeah. I think that was maybe the mistake. Well, Ways fucked us. Yeah, to, to avoid the 10. <laughs> yes, yeah. which is really... Yeah. Well, let's be honest. We stopped at one of those casinos. Yeah, and we did, and, and we, we almost gambled. didn't have enough gas to get yeah, back. Yeah, <laughs> we gambled a lot, so I had to mm-hmm. give a guy a hand job for that final tank back, but it was really... <laughs> it was worth it, the guys. The show must go the on, guy, Graham. The bingo guy, he was a gentleman, very kind. Um <laughs> And so he and I are dating on the show. Where is this going? We, don't, we, we yeah. usually record in the afternoon. This is yeah. too late for both of us. We're, we're, this is way too past our bedtime. Two guys that don't drink get punchy after nine. Uh. Boy, that iced tea is really starting to yeah. hit me. Um, Whoa, the audience just doubled. Oh, shit. All right. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sir. All these seats are reserved. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, can't, we can't have you here. We can have someone pull in a chair from the back. Uh, but we'll see. But we'll see about yeah. that. There's Always a couch asking back about there. soup. Yeah, there's two He's bean a- bags. <laughs> the bean bags do cost extra. Yeah. Um, so those are the VIP seats. Should we interview each person in the audience uh, individually, <laughs> just to kill some time, or how should we do this? <laughs> um, no, that still won't kill enough. It's so not kill enough. <laughs> it's not gonna kill enough time. But we, uh, I, we've got a jam-packed guest-filled episode. Yeah, we do. We have a jam-packed guest-filled episode. That none of these people deserve. <laughs> that 
that was mean, Chris. Is that weird? Wow. No, what not you guys, the people that aren't here. Yes, those yes. dicks. You guys are fantastic. Way to go. Yeah, nice you guys shape. showed up. No, one person asked for soup. So it's <laughs> <laughs> Don't shit on the people that are here, Chris. I'm not. I'm just saying. I don't like soup. So, wow. uh... Anyway, I no, think that Chris, we should we should uh, and we should introduce our guests because we've got what three of them today? No, two. I thought we were bringing up a surprise guest too. No, he had to go. Oh, all right. Um, Way to go. This is really dying. He Half brought all the chairs with him. Oh, I'm not going to be a guest, all right? Yeah. See how many chairs I'm you gonna, have now. I'm going to take six chairs under yeah. each arm. Yeah. Folks, it's episode 439. You know what that means? No. Halfway to 878, everybody. Oh, shit. <laughs> you guys ready for 878? It's right around the corner. God damn it. We're going to get to 878. Oh, what are you guys going to do? You guys have plans for 878? Or how are you going to? You have a big party. <laughs> big listening party. Big listening party. Mm-hmm. We're going to bring these bean bags. Yeah. Whoever shows up, Chris will make fun of them. It'll be really great. <laughs> It'll be really fantastic. Bye, Plus. How many people here live in Phoenix? All of you. Bye, Plus. You raise your hands. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. This woman on the couch is just like, <laughs> I'm drunk from the Sklars that hosted the first show before us. That's cool. So I'm glad like the city of Phoenix is coming out. I'm glad people are really starting to support this festival. By, by applause, those of you who are here, since you're all from Phoenix, how many of you came to the festival last year? Okay, we're growing the numbers, ATC. How about that? There was half of the audience that did not clap. Or maybe they weren't sure if they were supposed to raise their hands and they didn't know what to do. And it was, my tests are very confusing. Well, that's awesome. That's what we want to do. We want to grow the numbers. We're all about the data on podcasting. We're all about the, really? We're I don't about know. The <laughs> right? Algorithms? Yeah. Um, let's, oh, that's right. You have a side hustle as a marketer. I have yeah. a side hustle. <laughs> Yes. I'm an algorithm guy. I work for yeah. Google. Mm-hmm. They always go for vegan comedian surfers to come in and do their tech shit. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, that's the cover story. That's the cover story. Yeah. Wow. I'm a CIA operative. Let's just yeah. come out and say it. Mm-hmm. What's up, NSA? Hey, shout out to the NSA listening. CIA operative Google helicopter. Is it really that it's different? All, it's not. It's no, not at it all. Isn't. Let's bring our guests up. We have Now, wait a minute. Just to clarify, how many? Well, how about just listen, I'll introduce him, and then you'll know how many guests we have. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, it's, it's um, uh, they've been on the show before. It's been a while. Um, I like these guys. Um, Good, because we're having them on. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> this, is the, this is the most marginal episode we've ever done. This is just like, like these, these guys. guys are all right. I mean, yeah, let's just mm, be, let's not get crazy. You know, um, you know at least you didn't go, well, I like them. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Chris, not a fan. Yeah. Um, I like one of them more than the other. It's up to you guys tonight to determine which one I like better. We're going to have a contest. No, I, I like these guys because the very first um year we did the Los Angeles Podcast Festival. They were very the very first show and I introduced them. It was really it was really awesome of that. And they said yes. They said yes. Mm -hmm. And so because of that they cannot say no to me when I texted them this afternoon from the ten freeway and said, Hey, we don't have guests. So ladies they they couldn't use the excuse, oh well we're not in the area. We're not in the area (laughs) because they knew I had seen the pop up schedule. Oh, this is awesome. (laughs) We're gonna do a five hour show. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome the Sklar brothers. Come on Wow. Uh, Hello, boys. Let's, hey. let's start by saying, ladies and gentlemen, is a little generous. Uh, 
you guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm Graham, Graham, Graham called me. He's like, will you guys be guests on our show tonight? And I was like, new phone, who dis? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I love you. I love this podcast so much. We love doing it the last time we did it. And uh, I'm, I was actually so happy you asked us to do it because I love this show. Yeah, you guys oh, are great, thanks, man. Guys. We've been wanting to have you guys back on for a while, too. Thank so you, uh, I'm always amazed at how much I don't know about films. <laughs> yes. Well, it. if you guys want a treat, go back to the first time that they were on the episode and uh, listen to their um, insight on the Karate Kid film. Oh, yeah. It's excellent. It is fantastic. <laughs> they, I would call them Karate Kid movie experts. We yes. are, <laughs> and, we've, and we've brought that bit back around into our act now, and it's we, we've kind of found new parts to an old bit that we were writing, and it's... My favorite part about that bit, and I know that joke, is when you guys talk about the All-Valley Karate Tournament. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's heard of it, and you're like, like I, yeah. I would wager, do the bit. Yeah, so the bit was... Uh, the that, bit is that is that the, the way we tell it now. I actually like it so much better now because Jay actually showed his son the Karate Kid. I showed my because you know there's like that moment where you're like I'm gonna show my kids movies from when I was a kid and like you and you, you always go into that with the highest hopes. You're like I'm, I'm gonna reach into my past and meet my child in the present and walk hand in hand into a rainbow future. All right, that, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen. No, no, no. Here's what actually happens. Uh, they ruin the movie for you forever, forever. <laughs> That's what happens. And so my son, uh, Karate Kid, he was doing Taekwondo. I was like, all right, it's time to show him. And, uh, and, and I like how it's like the way you couch that is like, all right, it's time. Let's bring <laughs> the VHS out of the vault. So no, my no, son no. Can see. I wish it was a VHS. So the problem was Jay got it for him on the iPad. That's so a he, mistake. Too much power for the kid. All right. With a finger, he can toggle to any point in the movie. He doesn't have to wait for it to fast forward. He can watch that scene over and over and over again. He doesn't have to, you know, it, like the, the time it took to fast forward through something made you actually say, I'm just going to sit and watch it. Right? right. So now he watches this this scene, this this All-Valley Karate Tournament scene, which, you know, we all remember how we felt the first time we saw You were just scene. like, you're the best around. You're kicking stuff. You're hitting stuff. You don't even care that that's the worst song ever. That is the worst song ever. It's the most general. It's like, it's the worst compliment. It's a backhanded compliment. You're the best around. That's Nothing's like, ever gonna bring, bring you down. By the way, that's what you say to someone who sucks. Who's bad you know at something. I mean? It's like, <laughs> that's like the 80s version of you do you. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're the Best around. Uh, right, it's so, like a, it's like a musical participation trophy. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you. And so uh, you know, and I actually later found out that that song wasn't even written for this movie. They just plugged it into the movie. That's how, why it wasn't about. But karate. The, the point is that like that's what you feel when you watch it once. When you've watched it as many times as Jay has watched, because I watched it with my kids. How many I, times have you watched the movie? I've now seen that scene more than the people who edited the karate. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> yeah. And so and then. So, so what we were saying and the new version of the where it's kind of grown is that like Jay watches you watch it so many times and you get pulled out of the scene because you start to notice weird things that happen in the scene that don't make any sense like the what's the most famous line from that scene sweep the leg sweep the leg like, what's the second most get famous get him a body bag get him a body bag yeah <laughs> you like remember that remember his face the guy's face when he says the line get, get him, him a body, body bag, bag. no yeah. you don't remember his face cause for some weird reason one of the most iconic lines from that movie is done off camera no it's even weirder than that get him a body bag off, off camera. camera yeah <laughs> 
yeah. on, on camera? What the fuck? So I'm now completely taken out of that scene, and the bit that we do is I'm like, how bad is this kid actor that he couldn't get his one line right, that they had to do it off camera, like they had to do it in an ADR session. I'm like imagining like a frustrated director, it's like take 97, he's like, do you know your one I line? I know my line. You, it, it's get off my back know. and I'll do the I'm line. I'm on your back, just I, get one line I right. I will get it right. Ralph Macchio has 2,000 lines, and he gets them all right. You have one line, and you cannot well, get it Well, he's right. the karate kid. And you're the karate douchebag. All right, you know what? I don't need that. That's what we call you behind your back. I don't need it. You have one last chance. I'll get it right. Or we're going to do it off I will get it right. All right, ready? Yes. Settle. Everyone is settled. That was rhetorical. That, so was my answer. No, it wasn't. Shut up. All right. Okay. <laughs> and action. Put the bodies in the bag. Yeah. No. 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 We'll do it in post. Uh, so then the other thing I have to remind my kid over and over again is that karate, and this is the part you love, that karate is neither as cool nor as popular as they make it out to be. Because there movie. is the moment when he's at the arcade with Elizabeth Shue, karate kid says to her, so I guess you heard about the big karate tournament this weekend. And she says, who hasn't? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who in Southern California hasn't heard of this obscure <laughs> high school high karate, school karate I'm willing to bet that some of the parents of the kids in that tournament had not heard about that tournament. <laughs> Hold on a second. Jeff does karate? He's been kicking a lot of shit He lately. has been kicking a lot of shit. Well, do we have to go? I think we do. Great. There goes my fucking Saturday. Right. <laughs> I hope he breaks his leg on the way into the gym. <laughs> I hope he has to fight that 45-year-old Chinese guy who there's yeah. no way he's in high school, yet he's in the tournament. I know. He's in none of the other high school scenes. He's got a receding hairline. <laughs> I'm taken out of the movie. <laughs> So that's it. And the other thing we realized about the movie, which is which is the new part to this bit as well, is that movies from the eighties when you watch them with your kids, there was no PG thirteen at least at a certain point. So like it was all P so PG was just PG P covered a lot of ground. PG yeah. was like anything that wasn't Porky's. That was basically PG. <laughs> <laughs> so you you know that you there's always a moment in where every you where watch, you're watching with a little kid like a nine or ten year old kid where you're watching a PG movie from the eighties where you're just like oh, oh fuck I forgot oh, about this part of this god, movie oh, oh shit. god oh, there was a rape and sixteen candles oh, oh my yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, I think I saw a side of a kid's dick in the Goonies. Yeah, oh, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's, that's why, why they, they call them the chunk. chunk. All right, yeah. so yeah. all right, anyway. So Ramblins, there's uh, there's all sorts of stuff. Like right, that. Yeah. there's yeah. weird shit in these mm -hmm. movies that you don't that you forget about, and it just was okay in the '80s, and it's not now. It's clearly not now. So there's always that moment. So there's a moment in the Karate Kid where the Karate Kid turns 16 and goes over to Miyagi's house for his 16th birthday, and Miyagi is wasted, trashed, like. like so true. Like he's on his way out to go see Chelsea Handler do comedy. He's that wasted. <laughs> like with his girls, he's that, like with the power of six bachelorette parties. You know what I mean? He's blackout drunk. Right? And, 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 and to me, if in that moment, if a cop showed up, and ask Miyagi. Just tell me exactly what you've been doing with the karate. And Miyagi kid. told the truth. Just the facts. He would, we say, dig himself a Kevin Spacey shaped hole that <laughs> he'd never dig out of in a right? million years. If a cut. If like a cop was like, what have you been doing with the, uh, with the Oh, nothing that serious. I just got drunk and gifted him a silk robe that I asked him to wear. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with that? There's How long a, have you known this guy? I've known him for a month. <laughs> I work in his mother's building. I barely know him, but I just gifted him a silk okay, robe. Okay, that's really Oh, and uh, I also have a healing potion I use on him. <laughs> <laughs> I rub his knee with his hump of my hot hands. And I put it on his inner thigh. What's wrong <laughs> with that? <laughs> 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 Until they got hot, I put them on, on his inner thigh a lot. 
What's wrong with that? Yeah, I take him out on a boat and put on a catching chest protector and let him punch me as hard as he can in my chest. Is that even karate? No, but it feels great. Okay, don't uh, say that. Don't say I that. I had him put on short jean shorts and wash all of my cars while I leered at him through a bonsai tree that I pretended <laughs> no, no, no. I just, Oh my God. This is like is fucking, it extended? This is uh, horrifying. This is like Sandusky's I, fucking I, locker room. <laughs> this is horrifying. It's crazy. It's you know so how hard it is to hide behind a bonsai tree? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And pretend you're pruning it. Yeah. Uh, it is. And so that is where that bit has, has gone to. But it, it is truly... We had that obsession with it years ago when we did the first time we were on this podcast. And it's come around again because of our kids. The show, that mm. movie is so amazing. Oh. And then that the, the life that's extended from it, the video that they did the... Um, well, uh, no, I mean, Cobra new Kai. Series. The new Cobra series, series. Yes. Cobra Kai on YouTube Red is phenomenal. I it's mean, unbelievable. It's, I think it's shaped so many of our lives. Oh, God. And yeah. I, I love it now even more because especially like if you watch the UFC, yeah. the fucking, it is the pussiest kind of fighting that they do in that movie. Yeah. And it's just like tag like oh you got a point and the guy waves a flag right. meanwhile there's like naked men and women in a cage just fucking pounding the shit out of each other until like a ref is like do I step in is he gonna die yeah. I don't know if he's gonna die yeah the rules are like can't kick him in the throat can't gouge their eyes and right. I'm gonna stop a murder that's the rules for the UFC where meanwhile it's like well get him a body bag I mean there's bones have protruded guys have like had Bones protruded through their in kicking in the UFC. And, that's and just... meanwhile, Marfaccio's hopping around and Mr. Miyagi goes, Ah, Daniel son, wear these under rules. You know, like. True. True. Very, it's very so, true. so, so, so true. It's gotten way more violent. Uh, <laughs> and it, and it, in a beautiful way. And it's so funny because, like, that, the, the, the thing about that movie that I think resonates when I watched it again, where I was like, Wait, this is the part of the movie that is the fear of the bullying like the bullying part they made it really good in that movie like in the very first one later it's just ridiculous right. in the in the sequels but in the first one we all know what it was like to be in high school and to go down a hallway and have bigger dudes push you around and be like I'm not going to get out of this. I have no way out of this. Yeah. I come back to school tomorrow and these guys are going to do the same fucking thing to me. I know. Every, school, every school has a karate gang. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that rides around in motorcycles. I mean, yeah. the, exactly. the only way to do it is to have a 64-year-old man beat up a 17-year-old kid. That's I mean, the only nothing. way to settle. But honestly, the, one of the reasons that movie resonated with me was we moved. My parents got divorced. I was living in Madison, Wisconsin, and we moved when I was 11 years old. Mm -hmm. To Evanston, Illinois, which next is next to an old Japanese next man. to an old Japanese <laughs> man, and I trimmed his his tree, um, quote unquote. But, <laughs> folks, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, I'll give you a bonsai, uh, yeah. bonsai tree. Um, yeah, is everything mini on this guy? <laughs> uh, sidebar: Me and the Sklars have done Johnny Carson doing sec weird sex acts at parties for fucking hours. Um, Stay with us. Coming up on the show, uh, Sidney Moncrief will be performing a Dirty Sanchez. Uh, Thunder Dan Marley <laughs> will be doing a Wumbly H uh, a little later on. Um, you did a Phoenix Sun. I am well, so we're in Phoenix. We're in yeah, Phoenix. Our joke about Phoenix is that uh, in the Phoenix Suns is why is their mascot a gorilla? Were gorillas indigenous to Phoenix at any point whatsoever? 
Were they hanging out on Camelback Mountain? Was Jane did, Good- I think Jane Goodall Jane studied Goodall the gorillas here, here for she many did, years. She did, and the gorillas would come down, and <laughs> they would hang out at the nice restaurants. restaurants and and she cap- wrote a book about yeah, it. Yeah, it was called Gorillas and the Misters. <laughs> 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 oh, little Phoenix trivia for everybody listening at home. Hey, man. Hey, when, right. when in Phoenix. Let's talk some movies. How about that? Let's do oh, it. I was just wondering if that story was on the city charter. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. I think yeah. it, it should is. be. The gorilla is their state bird. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, all right, let's talk about some movies. Uh, Graham, you saw Gaga, Five Foot Two, the Lady Gaga documentary. Right. This is the Lady Do- uh, Gaga documentary. I thought that's... that was the Star is Born. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Which... Sklar is Born. But, but I love. <laughs> <laughs> it's you guys just it's pulling just each us. other on stage. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> you can do it, honey. Yeah. <laughs> and then fooling the audience because they can't tell you apart. <laughs> um, I believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I did I, we we talked about Stars Born on the show, which I very much I, I liked. It's mm-hmm. it's an early uh, it's an early Oscar pick. I think it's going to get a bunch yep. of nominations. She will definitely get for a sure. Nod. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And She's definitely singing at the Oscars. Let's oh, be, there's let's, no they, yeah. they they I mean that was part of the deal. They right. were like, it's and like, we'll get her to sing. And at we'll the get her Oscars. to sing. Yeah. Yeah. So this five foot two, I was like, I, I'm sort of intrigued more by her. And um, there's some there's some really interesting stuff in there. Like she talks about when she first. You know, and they and they why I think it was so well cast. Star is born was she that scene at the bar in Star is Born where Bradley Cooper. She's like, oh, the record executives told me I my nose, and I you know I I'm no I'm just I'm only gonna be able to sing in these shitty dive bars. He's like, what are you talking about? You're a songwriter. You have a voice. And she talks about that in this doc of like. Um, the reason why she went with so so many of these outlandish costumes is they would tell her you should sex it up and that's how you're going to sell records. And she goes, okay, I'm going to do my version, mm-hmm. which is a crazy thing, but it still lets me be a musician. And and sort of mocks. Yeah, it was whole, making fun of it. The whole system of right. like you got to wear sexy outfits, even though she's like I'm an artist. And so she talks a lot about that, which is which is pretty cool. You know, if they would have put less pressure pressure on her about all those things, do you think she would have worn the meat dress? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I feel like that's like exactly like, oh, I'm going to do the opposite of what you keep telling me. To yeah. Do. And I, I think in, in some way it shows like a testament to her as not just a, a perform as a singer, but like as an artist and a performer and a like, I want to challenge things. Um, you know, that's, it's, there's a lot of that in the, in the, in the doc. And she's just like, you know, it's kind of cool now having, I saw stars born before this, obviously. So she's like, Oh, I just got cast in this movie that Bradley Cooper's directing. And you're mm, like, Oh, that's mm, cool. Boy, how yeah. many times she going to get your money, Graham? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like, you're, it's like you're Gaga board. over her or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, move on. Moving on. Moving so, on. Check the gate. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Back to one showbiz terms. Um, so yeah, and there's there's some really cool stuff in there, and how she's sort she's of she's amazing. I I just think she's like truthfully, it's even if I'm not like I gotta listen to a record all the time. I just am like totally impressed by her as an artist and as a person. And again, she is not your tradition. She kind of, in my opinion, and I know I'm going to get blasphemed for this, but I, but she kind of reminds me of like a modern version of Madonna. I feel like she is not your traditional pick for this type of person yet. Tremendous voice and tremendous presence. And like you said, kind of a real show per like a show woman, you know, like she knows how to put the show on and delivers that for her fans and then has like incredible fans. Well, it's really cool you bring that up because they talk about like Madonna has sort of 
trashed her a little bit. Really? Publicly. Yeah, and she talks about that, and she's it's a just bummer. like, and it's and and they, I'll give the, the the filmmaker credit. They really did a good job of sort of capturing her, just like hanging out with her friends, mm. and she's just like, yeah, man, I don't know what Madonna's deal is. Like, I think she's awesome. I don't know why she's got a trash. It probably her. hurts her. Yeah, I bet it. Like, like it. You know, I should, uh, that's a bummer. Well, she's got like crazy rabid fans too. Like, yeah. uh, in, in fact, to the point where because Star is Born and Venom came out on the same weekend. Her fans were tweeting and creating accounts of like telling people not to go see Venom, to go Ooh. see Star is Born, <laughs> wow. telling them how horrible it is. Oh, the, I went to see Venom and it was awful. I'll go see Star is Born instead. And I'm like, well, wow. do the audiences really overlap that much? <laughs> yeah. There's know. a lot of Star is Born Venom crossover. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like me. I'm the one. If you have a film co- nerd podcast, then you yeah. then see both of those. And I did see both those movies back to back in did a you? Wow. Didn't mm-hmm. pay for Venom. Hey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But and, like, and did you recognize one audience member from the other one? No, no. no. completely different audiences. I was like, oh, Gaga fans and nerds, crazy nerds. Um, I fit in both places um, because I was wearing a karate gi, uh, <laughs> made of meat. <laughs> but there's 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 some really cool stuff in there, and I mean, you know, there's a little like. She drinks a lot and smoking weed, and there's some scenes where I'm like, "All right, now we're getting into like my life so hard in my Malibu mansion, and I drive mm-hmm. to my mm-hmm. studio and make art and get paid millions." And there's a little bit of that where I was like, mm, "Let's fucking dial it." Yeah, back. what do you, what do you have to complain there's, about in that way? Yeah, your life. You've is, made it. You've made it. You've made it. You yeah. are are cre- You are financially and yeah. creatively fulfilled, and now you're going to be an a A-list movie. actress. Yeah. With, yeah. with trophies on her. Mm. You know what's so, so weird? That people with regular jobs don't have much sympathy for billion-dollar celebrities <laughs> it's complaining. It's really weird, I know. Yeah. I she, mean, unlike Courtney Love, like you didn't have to kill a super talented guy uh, yeah. <laughs> just to become a movie star. That's right. You, were able you to did just, it without that. did it yeah. on your own. But no, overall, like I really, I have a lot I don't of even think people want to hear us complain. No, no. Oh my God! It's like we're in sold-out venues. Yeah, and, you know what I mean. We're Lady and gentleman. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, whoa, whoa! That went forty percent of the audience. Get the fuck back here. She, um, she was not having that Gaga conversation. Um, mm-hmm. But no, and, and I, and I give a Venom I, fan. I, <laughs> venom, total Venom. I give Lady Gaga credit too. Like she was on Stephen Colbert the week leading up to the the Kavanaugh um, confirmation, yeah. and she talked about. She's a you know she's a sexual abuse survivor and and about repressed memories and how they get I mean like she's been a big advocate for that mm-hmm. you know and and so like overall like I I thank God politicians listen to celebrities yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> I know so it's or anyone. anyone or the truth or the truth <laughs> yeah. or facts or, or facts. the people yeah. or <laughs> laws um, or all or women or more <laughs> um, or minorities uh, <laughs> easy. Uh, uh, or Native Americans, I know that hits close to home ground. <laughs> but, <laughs> anyway, I was trying to make a point. This Gaga movie's good. It's worth watching, especially if, if you're like, and you don't have, I think it's the kind of thing that, if obviously you're a fan, you're going to watch this, but if you're not, I'm not, a, I haven't been a huge Lady Gaga fan, but I'm becoming one. Yeah, but you're, but you're an artist, and I think you, you, you've been out there creating your own thing. You have albums, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You've done stuff, so... 
I think it parallels anybody who's ever tried to create anything. You can probably watch this movie. I have not seen the movie. I've seen snippets of mm-hmm. it, and I just was like fascinated by it. Yeah, I think any artist would like respect 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 what she's done. So yeah. And if you ever wear a meat dress, I'll give you a thousand. <laughs> oh, that would be. <laughs> so I just want to do one show where I'm like, you know, held up on wires and I float around, and there's pyrotechnics. I just want that once in my yeah. life. Graham, Graham's like, I just want to do. Uh, this podcast at halftime at the Super Bowl once. Just once. Just, just once. once. Just and one I don't time. understand why they don't want it. I don't what, get it. I don't get it. What's weird is like Lady the Gaga. The sales don't lie. Why won't the NFL listen yeah. to us? <laughs> and Lady Gaga said once she would like to do a Wednesday night in a bar where they turn the game off right before she performs. Yeah, she's so. really... Dude, no, but how fucking amazing would it be if it's the Super Bowl... The lights go down, all the th- crazy things come up, and it's just this table, you guys with the laptops yeah. up, and you're just like, so I, I saw this lady, go, like, and for <laughs> 10 minutes, you're just talking about a couple movies, and you're like, all right, that's it's it. trivia time. En- Thanks, it's guys. trivia time. Enjoy the second half of the Super go Bowl. Go to our Patreon. <laughs> 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 oh, that would be the <laughs> and we're in the center stage, and what if... Everyone was down with it. Yeah, and, yeah. Or they just or they just let it happen. Yeah. No one questioned it. That would I swear to you, and I've seen a lot of amazing things in my life. That would be I saw a, I saw a person come out of another person. <laughs> I saw out of my wife. All right. <laughs> I would still say that'd be the most amazing thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast at halftime. At the Super, Super Bowl. Let's just start it. About, no, Let's I really like the cinematography. I mean, the third act broke down, but otherwise, just nerd the fuck out. Nerd oh. out. Nerd oh, out. That would be CFN so at Super Bowl 2019. <laughs> Let's guys Let's make that a hashtag, you guys. CFN we Super Bowl 2019. We'll have to do something with lights and drones though fuck yeah. yeah we'll just fly in <laughs> oh, on a thing fine. and we'll just be mm-hmm. elevated and there'll be fireworks and we'll still just say yeah this movie's okay maybe wait <laughs> yeah. wait for it on vod yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how i really feel about it <laughs> all right chris all right. what did you see well, i saw hold the dark have you guys heard of this film no no uh, another netflix this is movie a, another netflix netflix is doubling down on october for horror movies and horror series mm. the problem is um the netflix feature department has no idea what they're doing mm. Uh, I, I've watched a lot of Netflix features. This is the latest one. It's um, did, you see, did you see the hor- the horror series? Apparently, the horror series is like I have not seen it, but it's like causing people to throw up and like lose their shit. Uh, yes, Haunting I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about yeah. that. Um, Great. It's a, it's an amazing um, contrast of the two departments. That one of them is doing great things, and the other one can't get their act together. Mm. Wow. Uh, I feel like 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 hold, hold the go ahead. I was just gonna say I feel like if you were to go to Netflix office. You'd go to like the episodic department and you'd see all these like really creative people writing series. You go to the doc and it'd be like these like fucking war correspondents and these like documentarians or, with PhDs or festival directors. Festival yeah. directors and then and then you'd go to the feature department and it would just be like a fucking frat house and they're just yeah. like playing <laughs> they're just playing pong and they're just doing bong rips and they have an acquisition dartboard. Yeah, just yeah. like just <laughs> I mean, fucking, yeah, bro, that one looks awesome. Yeah. And uh, this is um uh, this movie, Hold the Dark, is actually by Green Room director Jeremy uh, Saulnier or Saulnier. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and um, it, it has it stars Jeffrey Wright, mm. and um, it looked fantastic. I love Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, the he's, trailer. He's the trailer looks is really creepy and weird. It looked like almost like a horror movie mm-hmm. set in Alaska, like mixed with like eyes wide shut, like people with masks and mm-hmm. naked women and creepy things going on and. All this like stuff so kind of matched together. So we shot at Sarah Palin's house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sklarbros.com, yeah, everybody. At Even that would have been more interesting. <laughs> it's a, so, it would have. So this movie um, is basically what happens is this um, woman is in this small, tiny town in Alaska, and uh, her kid is out playing, and the kid disappears, and supposedly he's taken by wolves. Mm. So for some reason, she writes a letter, not an email or phone call, mm-hmm. an old-school letter mm-hmm. to an author who uh, writes about wolves for his Because health. it's got to be urgent. I yes, mean, your it's got to be leaves. urgent. Yeah, really. <laughs> your it's kid leaves, you want the yeah. USPS to yes. be handling and, that and, shit and in three to five days. And if you're, a, um, if you're in Alaska in a small village, uh, <laughs> that's got to be months by the time you get a response. Oh, yeah. And, yes. and uh, he responds Well, you don't want to go message out. in a bottle. That might take yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also, it could just freeze in so, the lake. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just so, see all these bottles, like eight to ten feet off the yeah. shore, just <laughs> stuck. So, <laughs> set yeah. this out. It, it's so ridiculous. Like, just that, that premise alone gets more and more ridiculous as you think about it. Yes. And uh, so he comes out and he's like, Well, I want to help if I can. It's like, Well, go kill the wolf that took my kid. What? Like, what? Really? Is that Go is kill that, the wolf that, that took my kid. There that, was a story of a yeah. woman in Florida who went out and killed an alligator that she thought, as a revenge killing, that she thought three years earlier killed her Shetland pony. That, that's what this sounds like. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's Only a, the other things better. Actually, what you just said makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, th- <laughs> better this plot. movie goes off the rails from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, the husband is off fighting the war in Afghanistan. He's in, he's in Kandahar. And uh, what, what amazes Which, me, too, way, about this... Hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. um, <laughs> show myself out. <laughs> so this, <laughs> so this. Hey, Babe Ruth struck out a lot, guys. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, hey. So this movie like jumps back and forth. They're like, wait, now we're in this bleak Alaskan wilderness and fighting, looking for a wolf that they're never going to find, and uh, now we're in a war zone. And uh, so this movie was not cheap to make. So you can see a lot of money was sunk into this movie yeah. and for absolutely no reason. Mm-hmm. So now like, okay, well now it's a war movie. And uh, so you see the husband's out of his mind. He uh, he likes killing uh, enemy soldiers, but then he... Um, How does he, he feel about killing wolves? He's at, well, we'll that see. crosses the yes. line. <laughs> uh, and then he like, he's he, he sees a, a woman being raped by another soldier. So he actually sneaks up stabs the guy and saves the woman. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe he's like a psychopath with like a, um, a moral center or something. With a heart of gold. But uh, <laughs> then, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. So, okay, so maybe we're establishing the character. But then we go back to Alaska and find out, uh, and this is not a spoiler because this happens in the beginning, and trust me, you're not going to care, and I'm saving you from seeing this movie. Uh, turns out, like, the uh, the wife um, actually killed the boy himself herself. What? So and then like sent the guy off onto a wild goose chase, sending you know trying to kill some innocent wolf that didn't do anything. Oh my god! Uh, and then the husband comes back and uh, he goes out of his mind and kills a bunch of cops for no reason. What? So every single scene in this movie has nothing to do with the previous scene. <laughs> like, uh, like it's like just good you know, storytelling. Yeah, it it really is. It's like anyone who showed up on the set got to write a scene (laughs) and then then they put them all together at the end and then they try to make a horror movie and then there's like some ridiculous things towards the end like um you know if you're in a tiny tiny village in alaska it's probably hard to get something like a box of cornflakes you know because there's it's hard to get supplies up there everything but somehow one of the characters has a 50 caliber machine gun with unlimited ammo on a tripod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, not, so he's not been storing yeah, it. Clearly, yeah. you know yeah. that uh, that came up on the snowmobile. Uh, <laughs> so the movie gets more and more ridiculous as it goes on. It's um, it's violent and 
gory for no reason. Like, it's just random gore. And then, uh, you know, people get killed for no motivation and no reason. And it just goes on like this until they ran out of film. So, or they ran, <laughs> or they the ran out of hard drive space. Whatever yeah. happened My at the SD end. My SD card's full. That's yeah, a wrap, yeah. All right, Bye, guys. And Martini. that's the last scene. Yeah. Martini shot so, story, don't live in Alaska. And it's one of those movies that got heavily promoted. And, you know, Jeffrey Wright, oh, it's, this is like a prestige horror movie. Love no, it's, it's absolutely awful. So uh, I don't know what's going on there, but um, everyone... Uh, in the Netflix features department needs to go and live in a small town in Alaska. Right. And or go out. and live and spend some time shadowing the people in the Netflix series department. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That like, would help yeah. too because then I watched after that The Haunting of Hill House. And now, did that same genre blow you away? It's so good and it does everything so right and it's like the same genre. It's horror. Like, you know, how can they get it so right and so wrong? Like literally right next to each other. Um, the, the Haunting of Hill House, and it's also a, um, it's a remake of an older film, and it's also based on a Shirley Jackson uh, novel. And it's creepy, it's psychological, it's well acted, it's well put together, and it's everything that this movie was not. In fact, I was reading some things online. Um, the best horror movie of 2018 is not a movie. It's a, a uh, it's a series. Yeah, it's a and, series, yep. And uh, it is, it's creepy, it's scary, it's got a lot of cool jump scares, but it's not, they're not cheap jump scares. They're built into the psychological horror of the series. So now, I don't know if, um, you know, none of us got nauseous or, or, or creeped, <laughs> well, we got creeped out by watching it, but we didn't have lasting physical or emotional mm-hmm. damage from mm-hmm. it but uh but it is uh it is creepy and it's worth a watch and it's hard done right it's like okay well this is how it should be done yep. you know um have the feature department come in and take notes and it's like risen above the even the genre in that we're jason and i are part of this like email chain that's like a 50 people are on it it's a lot of people from the midwest a friend of ours who's a lawyer in mm-hmm. in uh, detroit and they'll just send out like stories of. Did hey, you write them a letter about uh, how they need to uh, kill a wolf? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so send it to them. It should get to them in three days. Uh, <laughs> no, but like the, you know, so stuff gets like, discussed. It's a combination of like some lawyers, some ex athletes, some people who are college professors. It's right wing people, left wing people. There are moments mm-hmm. where I want to leave this this email chain, but then in mm-hmm. the other moments, I'm like, I don't get to interact with people from the other side of the aisle that much. But they also discuss stuff that is happening, and it came across as a subject in this thing. Like, have you seen right. this new horror series? Mm-hmm. Like, it's making people throw up. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And, like, that subject got passed around. So that, to me, showed me that it had made it even outside of the genre. Right. In that regular people are talking about mm-hmm. it on, like, email chains and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I really do believe it's going to be a huge thing. I think it's making people throw up uh, that part started probably in a PR department's email chain. Maybe, probably. but I mean, it just the fact that it's scaring the shit out of well, me. Well, yeah. I mean, what was the, now I'm blanking on the name of the series because I have children and I don't know what it is. Oh, it's uh, The Haunting of Hill House. Haunting of Hill House, but what's the other series about technology that's like the Twilight? Oh, uh, Black, Black Mirror. Oh, so Black Mirror. Mirror. So, so it's fantastic, I too. feel the same way the, way, the way you're describing this reminds me of how I felt when I watched a bunch of episodes of Black Mirror because mm-hmm. I was saying like, you know, if you add 11 more minutes to this or 18 more minutes to this, that's a feature. Mm-hmm. What you just showed me is basically oh, yeah, there were episodes of Black Mirror that I would the, the say. The John Hamm episode, the Christmas episode. I'm like, oh, it's that really could good. be a movie. Well, that it's is a psychological it, kind I of. I was like, how is this different than Ex Machina, which I loved. Right, right. I thought mm-hmm. Ex Machina was amazing. And I'm like, wait a minute. The there, woman who gets the, her husband dies. And then she gets the, you know, the 
emails. You can combine all of the uh, the the all of his conversations online. And you can talk to his talk voice. to his voice. I mean, that kind of stuff is the kind of thing that would be the basis of a movie, an indie movie that would do well. Right. And that's what it feels like. This series. Is. So it feels like sometimes when you go straight for the home run full feature thing, you're not going to do it because. I guess there's not enough oversight at Netflix to make a movie like that work unless it's a fully baked idea. But when it comes to a series, it's like they're making movies. I think what right? we've talked about this a lot. The only conclusion that makes any sense to me is they're when they when they're hiring showrunners and writers for their series. Their features, they're just going out and like, oh, no one's buying this? No one bought this feature? Mm-hmm. We can buy it for a dollar. Right. You know what I mean? Like they're literally I bet you they're buying these movies for like a couple of million. They're not paying a lot not of money even. for them. Yeah, if, if not even less. They're just giving them like a $100,000 license fee or something like that. And then... Maybe they're, they're on an email chain with the studios. Who doesn't want their films? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I really think because... Well, it, that might be... I mean, and the prestige of being on Netflix. Right. For those people, those people who made the movie are like, we have a movie on Netflix. Or they'll make a deal with somebody. Well, like the say, Cloverfield Paradox, which yeah. one they grabbed from Paramount. Paramount's mm-hmm. like, good luck, you can have it. Have fun. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like they gave Sandler like five movies. You know, right. make five mm-hmm. movies, right. and mm-hmm. so and and do them on a lower budget, and so they're just kind of churning things and out. make them unwatchable. Well, <laughs> yeah, well they, that's <laughs> the thing though about Sandler though. You, the, about the Sandler movies though, he gets crazy numbers. People like crazy. he crashed the site the first time. So if it's not for you, that's the Sandler thing. I think I, I wonder if that's like uniquely different where it's Sandler it and is he different. brought his offerings it he is was, different he was the number one like VHS guy number one DVD guy yep. even though he didn't do well in the theaters and they went well let's just bring because stoners watched it so now stoners sit around and watch stuff on Netflix that's why they do Sandler these other movies but I think what Netflix what, is realizing is they're they're not they don't have to compete with like they don't have to be Whole Foods like right. what they're realizing is they can be fucking Costco. Yeah. So they can be like, we can get everybody like Netflix is only, is no longer just a thing that like cool people in coastal cities have. It is every single human being and people it. watching in a different way. I mean, it mm-hmm. really speaks to the fact of like, what are we talking about in terms of how do people consume media? So you yeah. Say, what are we talking? Cause that's the name of our special on Netflix. On Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> but the idea that the idea that like a series, so what is the difference between watching a series and watching a movie that on Netflix or whatnot? That to me is like, yes, you go to a movie theater to watch a movie. And there is the experience of sitting down and watching a movie in theater. But a lot of people consume it watching movies on Netflix and whatnot. What's the difference between binge watching? You know, you watch two movies or binge watch four episodes. Like, what's I mean, the uh, actual no, difference? Is, it's, a, it's a great point. You know, like A Star is Born is a movie that I was like, I want to see that in the theater. Mm-hmm. I know yes. it's going to be big and cinematic. I know it's an Oscar pick. Um, but some of these like docs, they don't usually, I mean, thank God for Netflix because docs don't typically get theatrical releases. Nope. So you can watch all these and the doc series are amazing, but you're right. I remember like, oh, I, want, I haven't watched the Godfather movies in a while. So I binge watched the, the first two, number three, sorry, can't do it, cannot Have you ever watched it. like the, where they put it together chronologically on like, yes. they've done that where they basically take all three movies and You'll start with the flashback. Start with, oh, you start oh, at the flash. very beginning. I thought, I thought they only did it with the first two. I oh, maybe it was just the first two. I think yeah, it was yeah. the first two, and they, and it's like six hours or whatever, right. and it's mm-hmm. literally it goes in chronological instead of jumping around, oh, right. it goes mm-hmm. in chronological order. It's like the merging of those two it, movies. It's, it's amazing. A, I mean, you're right because like you watch typically, I mean, for me, and I think a lot of people this way, you watch in sort of thirty minute 
40 minute increment sometimes yeah. of, of, of although like I'll sit and watch like three episodes making a murder just came right. out season Boom. two I'm like but I'm or in the staircase I watched like oh. nine episodes because I'm like and I'm I like, thought is this dude it, gonna get his or what and I was like even as I was watching and being like, this is just so much, they need an editor. This could have been done in seven episodes, mm. not 13. Right. But I was like, I'm still fascinated and I'm still like, all right, next one, yep. next yeah. one, give me the next one. I mean, the way they rolled out the Marvel series was exactly like that. Yes. Like, and, uh, you know, they, they knew like, okay, well, you're getting this series this month, the series this month, the series this. So it was never like, uh, um, you know, that long of a wait for the next one. Now, I think all that's coming to an end as Disney pulls their licenses away for yep. their own streaming uh, yeah. service. That's uh, going like, to change everything, man. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Luke Cage everything. and Iron Fist just got canceled, and uh, I'm sure the next ones are on the way, too, as they, they pull licenses. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes, I think it will. I think it'll, ch I think it'll change one corner of it. Mm -hmm. I think there are other parts of it that won't. Well, Netflix yeah. saw it coming. I mean, they, they, bought, they bought Mark Millar's comic book company. They're like, well, all right, well, if we're going to lose these comic book licenses, we're going to start uh, we generating make our own. Creating our own. Yeah. And so what better way than to buy an entire comic book company? Mm -hmm. I mean, it, and, but this is my question for you, having, gone, having seen the documentary and seeing A Star is Born. Like, isn't it weirdly refreshing to go into a movie theater and see a movie that is not a superhero movie? It, like, yeah, that, absolutely. Like, can you believe that we've gotten to a point where like there's so many there are just mm -hmm. so many I mean you joked about Venom but like mm -hmm. of course the other option for that day was a comic book slash superhero yeah, I'll throw Deadpool in there as well it's like mm -hmm. every single major release is either that or some that I mean that's one or of Jurassic options. Park or Jurassic Park right mm -hmm. so it's I like, would put Jurassic Park in like a superhero it is that kind it of it's not same. a superhero <laughs> movie but like yeah. it is supernatural animals and whatnot big franchise mm -hmm. huge franchise like you see the theme park ride mm -hmm. you understand all the marketing and all the like you know things that are going to go along with it and you understand that that's why it's being made you you it like there's not like a need to tell this story. There's a need to make the money off the number two, number three, number four. Let me ask you guys this now: as 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 you have kids now, how has your viewing habits changed? Like, as you're still road comics, but then you have kids, and like, how is that? I mean, I watch movies on a plane. That's that's literally when I can watch a movie. Mm -hmm. I, 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 that's it. Because when we go out, if we're going to use our going out time, it'll either be to go out to have a conversation with someone or or your partner or whoever, friends, whatever, just to go out. Because like, to go out and just sit in a movie theater is like you don't really get the time with the person. So the time we watch movie, we just were on a flight and we watched Identical Strangers. I finally got a chance to see that amazing documentary about the triplets who got connected with each other and like, that is a fascinating, awesome movie. I'm so glad I saw that on a plane. Uh, and we saw, what was the other movie? I mean, I, my look, I watched uh, Everybody Wants Some like three times on a plane. Like, it's very, and I loved it for the very reason. I don't, I'm not going to say it's even, it's not his best movie by any stretch of the imagination, but the reason I love the movie, the Linkletter movie, is I felt like after Boyhood, which was maybe his lar broadest of right. all Linklighter movies, you know he got a ton of fucking notes on that because they're like, this is a bigger thing, and yes, he's doing a really big thing, but it was the least Linklightery movie, but it was such an interesting thing that he wanted to, the pendulum to swing all the way back and do a movie where he would, ha where no one would tell him what to do. He's like, I'm gonna do a 20 minute scene about guys practicing baseball. You know what I mean? Like, fuck it. And he did that, and I was like, oh, what I loved about it was like, as a creative person who gets notes often, 
I just love seeing him cre- uh, like flex his creative muscle. That to me was like actually really enjoyable. And the, the other thing we do see in theaters is our movies for our kids. Right. And you know right. <clears throat> which movies are, it's cool because- How as old are your kids? My son is 10 and my daughter's five. And uh, his 11, 11 and 13, those are their names. I'm a uh, huge, <laughs> huge Stranger so Things fan. So we're uh, all going to be going to see Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited <laughs> for Wreck-It Ralph. But yeah. like, like, you know, like I think Coco is a fantastic movie. I, I actually loved it. Oh, it's a great it. movie. I yeah. loved it and I loved a lot of parts of it. And I thought even though Book of Life is a really similar movie for mm-hmm. kids about the afterlife and that kind of world. And I thought... Channing Tatum was great in that, and I thought everyone was great in that. I just thought there were a couple moments in the movie Coco that, like, I've seen it now a bunch of times that make me cry, still make yes. me cry. Like, even the little moment for a character that doesn't really matter, when they go, you see, you've obviously seen it, correct? Yes. <laughs> when they go to get the guitar, mm-hmm. and they go to the place where, it's, it's actually a similar moment to... Uh, the movie about they're in the brain. Why, why can't I remember? Inside, oh, uh, inside Out. Like when uh, Bing Bong, the character, mm-hmm. like, you know, jumps himself off of the cart so, to let them go back up and then he's forgotten. And that always makes me cry. But like this moment where the guy makes him sing this song to get the guitar right. and to give it to the boy so that he can play the song. So, I mean, it's just a great moment. And then the guy disappears. And he's right. like, what happens to... Such a great moment. It's it's a super sad moment. This guy, this character who you only meet for a second, you kind of love him and he's laying in a hammock and he can't move because he's almost being forgotten and he's like I just want to hear you play this song and so he plays this really silly song and then he disappears and it's like really sad and he takes a shot and he puts it down this is in a kid's fucking movie the guy disappears forever dies the real the second death the death Mm -hmm. you die when you're forgotten and then the boy is kind of sad about it and the skeleton says to him he says it's sad it's a moment they take it they take it in he's like it's okay buddy it happens to all of us and he's right. It yeah. will happen mm-hmm. to all of us. And it's like, holy shit, in that one second, they dealt with death. They dealt with being forgotten after mm-hmm. you're gone. So much stuff in a kid's movie. I'm like, so I appreciate those moments. It's like the beginning of Up. You're like, oh my yes. gosh, did they just beginning of Up. <laughs> oh, she lost a baby and yeah. she couldn't have a kid yeah. and it was a whole lifetime and now, it was all in a montage. I did have one problem with Coco. I wanted to see what you guys thought about it. And I thought it was a fantastic movie. Um, now, as a performer, you travel on the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you bring poison with you? Um, you know, <laughs> if it's less than three ounces. Yeah. <laughs> take that in the carry-on. Yeah. That's why Chris and I drove, because we yeah. could bring a little, like, a bigger But that is the film nerdiest breakdown <laughs> yeah. of that moment. <laughs> like, I don't understand why he's got poison on him. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense. So great, and I love you for saying that. <laughs> it is so freaking great. Yeah. But, I mean, that is that is, uh, that is one of the things that that movie does in a beautiful, beautiful way, is it mm-hmm. twists like who you think is right. And there are mm-hmm. twists in it, twists yeah. in the plot. Mm-hmm. And that's something that is, my kids love it, I love it. In the music, we love. I love the music, mm-hmm. in yeah. It. And so, like that, that's those are the movies that we end up going out and I think seeing in the theaters. Your kids are starting to get older, and your kids to- are starting to get older, and we're starting to watch more. Sort of, I'm always like, I want to push it a little bit further and watch kind of a little more. I think they can handle a little bit more. My wife's always like, no, 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 not yet. So, I mean, I, they're almost there where we can probably pretty much watch anything. Mm-hmm. 
right. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've got some ads. Oh, shit. Let's do yeah. it. Oh, show here in Phoenix. Oh, someone's got to pay But the ad this. train doesn't stop, No, Graham. it doesn't. No, <laughs> the ad train will come no. to the Valley of the Sun, Chris. <laughs> and uh, ladies and gentlemen, Casper Mattresses is uh, back for another episode. Um, Graham, tell us about your Casper mattress. You're still laying on it, right? I'm not as we face speak. Face down? Face down. I am face down. I am face down in a Casper mattress. Pull of your own blood. <laughs> yeah. Chris, Chris poisoned you. Yeah. <laughs> he murdered me. This is, um, I'm dead. I'm coming from the great beyond. But, what a, but, but you've never been dead more comfortably. Yeah. Than, yeah. than on your Casper mattress. I've ever had in my well, life. Well, it's got memory foam. It's a combination <laughs> of. <laughs> when your family doesn't remember you, your memory foam will remember yeah. you. <laughs> you. Only only in a Casper mattress. Yeah. <laughs> You're never dead in a Casper yeah. mattress, everybody. Good. Well, it's got just the right amount of sink and bounce. Yes, it does. <laughs> it so does. <laughs> yeah, I slept on I have my Casper mattress at home. I love it. I, you know, I woke, I slept up great. Slept up. You slept up great? That's uh, The truth of the matter is, like, you do, I mean, we need our sleep more than anything. Jay and I know this. Like, if you, if you do not have, like, a high-quality mattress, like, what are you doing? I you mean, guys, does, now, does Casper, when you use Casper mattresses in the bunk beds that you guys sleep in? Yeah, well, so <laughs> we asked them we asked to retrofit it for car uh, Yeah, because we have beds. two bunk beds. No. <laughs> So uh, affordable <laughs> prices because Casper cuts out the middleman and sells directly to you. You spend one third of your life sleeping, you should be comfortable. And it's got a breathable design that helps you stay cool and regulate your body temperature throughout the night. Yeah. But uh, you can be sure your purchase with Casper's 100 night risk-free sleep on it trial. And uh, um, we're not going to make you pay full price. Not at all. You we're get not $50 assholes. We're not animals. Select mattresses. <laughs> all you got to do is visit casper.com slash comedy film nerds. <laughs> And use Comedy Film Nerds at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. $50 towards select mattresses. All you got to do is visit casper.com slash comedy film nerds and use the promo code comedy film nerds at checkout. Yeah, come visit my house. We'll have a sleepover. <laughs> yes. And uh, oh, and also they have three different mattresses. They have the original Casper, the Wave, and the Essential. Oh, the Essential. Mm-hmm. You slept face down on all three, right? All three, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Staring and, death right in his cold face. Yeah. <laughs> but comfortably. But comfortably. Yeah. And yeah. My, my body temperature yeah. was regulated. Yeah, and you, you made uh, you made death uncomfortable. I did. Mm-hmm. And, yes. he, and he left. He's like, yeah. oh, wow, yeah. you're too comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Most people freak out when they I see me. You look like well is. rested and your body I can't, temperature. I can't reap this. Off to never, never land. Who else do we got? We've got a new sponsor today. Well, God bless him. This is a Robin Hood. This is a. We're going to steal from the rich. Yes, kind of. We have it. We do it. They sponsor our podcast. You can you can actually buy and sell stock right from your app on your phone, and they give you updates by the way about like what's trending and all that stuff. I have it. It's awesome. Yeah. It's really good, and it's uh, it's an easy interface to use. Uh, I just got it too, and there's uh, no cost, no commission fees. A lot of other brokers charge you up to ten dollars, but Robinhood doesn't charge commissions. And it's you have easy to understand charts and market data. Uh, you can view stock collections and like 100 most popular things like that. Uh, you can do curated categories, and uh, you can learn to invest as you build your portfolio, and you can discover. New stocks. And uh, it basically, it's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. Now, I'm excited about this offer because uh, a lot of times, like, sponsors give you, like, some stuff for free or a discount. They're actually giving you free stock if you sign up. Oh. Uh, this is really cool. They're, you're going to get one um, share of stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. 
All you got to do is sign up at filmnerds.robinhood.com. That's filmnerds.robinhood.com. And I, I like it too on the app. Like you get like a, it's almost like a, um, you know, you're picking a card. You get like these cards. Um, they they go in front of you. There's like three. Then you pick one, and it turns over, and like that's your free stock. So uh, cool. uh, they don't show you the two you you, you didn't pick, but uh, super uh, cool. It's though. cool. It, it makes it cool. It makes it. It's, it's almost like a. Uh, it, it's it's kind of almost set up like a video game. A little. It bit. is like a game. Yeah. yeah. It is like so, a game, except it helps you make money. And right. Randy and I each were given one share of Apple stock at our bar mitzvah. By the way, mm-hmm. not by these guys because the internet wasn't invented yet. Yeah. Uh, but. And it's like made money over the so anyone right. who says like well how do I start this is how you start yeah nice mm-hmm. all and right and you can connect it to your bank account and uh, move money back and forth it's it's really simple so filmnerds.robinhood.com yep and uh, ladies and gentlemen we have some Patreon Patreon sponsors. supporters guys mm-hmm. fifty dollars a month you get your thing right here mm-hmm. uh, Johnny Rulon's still with us he's promoting Johnny. his novel Green Cheek a Junkie's Guide to Street Magic it's on Amazon both digital and hard copy it's an experimental stream of consciousness novel. And follows the exploits of the muse Calliope and our mortal lover T.S. on a journey through time, dreams, and the hidden places of a supernatural America. HappyHorrorShowProductions.com. And the Audacity Performing Arts Project produces after-school performing arts projects in poor, underfunded, and low-performing schools. Performing arts education is not a luxury. Visit them at AudacityPerformingArts.com. That's AudacityPerformingArts.com. You got Rule on, uh, you got Performing Arts. And you got uh, Chris Parker Howard now, Coffee Over Suicide. It's a dramedy podcast about choosing life over death, one cup of coffee at a time. It's new episodes every Friday, wherever podcasts are found. Find out more at Randumify.com, R-A-N-D-U-M-B-I-F-Y.com. And uh, Alice Frazier, co-host of The Bugle Podcast, host of Tea with Alice, Brings you a series of three uh, genre-bending solo stand-up shows uh, that explore the boundary between comedy and tragedy. Uh, the shows were recorded back-to-back as a three-hour show in the Melbourne International Comedy Festival in April 2018 with a binaural microphone, uh, which creates a really cool listening experience. Like, it sounds like you're actually in the audience. It's cool. Uh, Google Alice, Fli- Alice Frazier Trilogy for more info. And finally, we have Rebecca Evans, The Art Podcast. And when we move past hesitation and we're true to ourselves, we find our own art in life. If you want to hear some fun stories to get inspired, check out The Art. Facebook.com, The Art Podcast. I did a with po- one. S. Yeah, I was on this podcast. It's really, it's really yeah, cool. Yeah, I did one too. It's really, uh, it's really fun. You kind of get into the process of uh, creating art. So, um, like how many people in the audience right now, you do something to either draw, paint, do something creative? Yeah, and it, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a process, right? You know, you go through a creative process, and what I love is hearing other artists talk about that process because it, they're all similar in a way, but also everybody has a personal way to do it too. So it's they really do, cool. and I will tell you something that one of the things that we learned uh, is to hearing from other people how they do things. Getting started is usually the hardest thing ever. Yeah, uh, and getting through block. I took a class at Michigan, and I. The, my professor was friends with Ernest Hemingway. It was like that. He was an old dude. And he said, Ernest Hemingway, whenever he had writer's block, he would sit in his room in Spain and he would, for like 10 minutes, just hate on the Jews. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, what he said, and he that would, was just him at rest. Yeah, that was yeah. just him mm-hmm. for fun. Uh, that was his that, muse. That was for him, yeah. Uh, no, but he said what he would do when he didn't know what to write or didn't have an idea for a story, he would sit down and try to write the truest statement he could write. That's it. Just think of a, a truism in this universe. Oh, yeah. You know? And I mean, he was the first person to use and coin the phrase, women be shopping. Yeah, he started that. <laughs> e. Hemingway say, women uh, be, be shopping. shopping. Uh, no, but he but he would say, like, he would try and write something. 
that is a lot of times we've gone back to that. Just yeah. knowing that is like a tool you can use in your artistic process. Cool. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Awesome. All, All right. right. Let's. Uh, we weren't sure if we were going to have video, but guess what? We do, guys. Aaron uh, pulled off a miracle, and we have a screen to show trailers Everybody to you guys. Everybody at the ATC mm -hmm. helped make this happen. Here is mm -hmm. the uh, Destroyer trailer, ladies and gentlemen. Put this on the big screen. Annabella. Those of you listening at home, cue it up. Pause this. Cue up your own trailer. You could watch it along with us. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Who's been all lives grabbing? That is Nicole Kidman, almost unrecognizable. I wanna find something. She got an hour nose. She's the baby. Good actress. That is unrecognizable. Even marrying Chesney. Marrying Chesney. No idea, no idea. Oh, vampire attack, that guy. Yeah. Looks like Jane Fonda. Yeah, it is. It totally looks like Jane Fonda. Fonda-esque. Placing our agent undercover. Should look right enough next to our guy. This looks good. If we do this, we accept the consequences. Yes. You love me. You know I do. You chose to play cops and robbers. Whitford. Bradley Whitford, has he been in any he, other movies? No. No. <laughs> this is the first no, one. He's gotten out of some. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I'm mad. I'm still mad. It's burned a circuit in my brain. Oh, so mad. Yeah. A lot of backwalking. Yep. Whoa. Someone got curved. Looks light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Family movie. <laughs> it's wow. the Coco of its town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm in. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm in. so All in, in on that. Wow, I'll get that screener and I'll watch it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's really good. Wow, wow. like powerful. I'm, I'm in. I like. I like that director. Um, but know. I'm like nervous that like that's where our society is heading. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. It's like going to be too real. It's gonna be. It seems like they're like Herbert. I, I couldn't tell at first. Was it like post-apocalyptic? Like uh, you it know, it feels a little, doesn't it? Like yeah, feels a little. Uh, society's on the brink of completely collapsing. Or it's something. Mad Max. So oh, yes, so it is Mad Max. Oh, so it's present day. Right. It's yeah, like yeah, it is. It's yes. like current one administration. More, one yeah. more Supreme Court appointment <laughs> it's, away from uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> it's nine months in the future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm yeah. I'm, the I'm, uh, the next trailer is Escape Room. Full disclosure, I'm a big fan of Escape Rooms. Uh, just they're as a, lot a of fun. concept? Yeah, as a concept. Uh, uh, I've done a couple of them, and they're really fun. Um, but this movie, well, you'll see. Can someone stop me from the joke I want to make? No. No, that you would be wrong. You go to see the movie, and you actually can't get out of the theater. If you uh, no, that was, that's your joke. Mine was, I just can't get into this. 
What'd you get me? Escape room. Yes. What is that? But you're locked in a room. Where they created an LLC just for this movie because you saw Escape Productions. I'm like, really? So no one wants to put their name on it. We got it. Forever. A lot of big stars in this movie. <laughs> this has the final destination plan written all over yeah. us. Such a no-name, good-looking kids that get murdered. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is the story of Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> yep, this is how you Come get in. in. You can't get the fuck out. Uh, this is weird. Sick. Anderson. Tyler? It's Chris Tyler? Tyler? No, I don't know. Anderson? Tyler. Other guy in a tight shirt? Clock that only has a <laughs> <laughs> I solved the puzzle. Why would the door close again? There has to be something that leads to the next thing. It's like an answer to a crossword. Why do we all have the same haircuts? Is that Christy? Oh my god. Tyler? <laughs> Ashley? Anderson? Yeah. Anderson? Brianna? Kristen's in trouble too. Dylan. What if she isn't? Where's Tyler? What if she's a part of this? This is the worst gift ever. You can feel something? Oh yeah, definitely stick your hand in there. Wow. Won't go bad. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> Nothing ever bad happens. <laughs> if we already know it's real. Yeah. We have to get out of here. Oh really? Oh, you have to oh. get out of here so? You can't I didn't want to get you Dodger tickets. Should we just go in this room full of knives? <laughs> let, let me stick my no. hand. This, looks, like, <laughs> this, this just looks like a tiny little drawer mm-hmm. full of razor blades. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. stick my I'm hand in that. I'm hearing a I growling tell, noise. By the way, I'm going to stick my hand in <laughs> 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 My 11-year-old daughter had her, had her uh, birthday, birthday party at Escape Room. Mm-hmm. Nice. Was there like a room full of chainsaws? Yeah. <laughs> it was exactly She's still in like there. They room. couldn't get out. Uh, that was a year yeah. ago. Uh, Daddy's got to go to Phoenix, pumpkin. Good luck with Tyler. Why did you get me this? Tyler. Tyler. I can imagine the filmmakers of Cube watching this trailer going, what the fuck? Uh-huh. <laughs> are you going to watch this, Chris? No. Of course I'm you not. are. Okay, Chris, yeah, I Please am. watch yeah, it yeah. and rip the shit out of it. This is a movie like... I would love to just have a couple of microphones and I, make fun of them. I honestly think this might be a good spoiler up. All right. Ooh. That means I got to go watch it? Yeah, yes. you do. Oh. And I'm going to make Neil watch it, too. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll watch this. And Graham in his brain is like, there's two hours I'll never but get back. But honestly, get back. this movie looks so bad, I don't know why it's not on Netflix. I, uh, I, the only way off. I will go watch this movie, Chris, is if I can come to the theater in my full samurai outfit. <laughs> I don't see Start why not. Start chopping the screen. Start and chopping the screen. Every, like, I don't e- think there's any rules. And just lay down and get ready for seppuku <laughs> in the middle of the theater. Just like, <laughs> carve up my stomach. But as you're walking down the road looking for a seat, just be like, Tyler? Tyler? <laughs> Tyler? Tyler? Should I put my hand in here? <laughs> why not? There's a wolf's mouth. Should I yeah. feed it? Should I put my hand in, in the wolf's yeah. mouth? It looks rabbit. Yeah. Otherwise, we can't get out. Somebody put your hand Someone's in Someone's going to yeah. do it. That's yeah. what the clue said. Yeah. Why did you get me this present? Yeah. <laughs> so, 
All, all right. right, should we just go uh, right to DVD and Blu-ray? Let's go right to that motherfucker. Yeah, all right, Mamma Mia, here we go again. That is the most appropriate title for a shitty movie I've mm. ever heard in yes. my life. Mm. That's here we said. go again. You hit your head and you're like, Mamma Mia. Oh. Yeah, it's better than, um, what? what's like the, the classic 80s jokes it was uh any movie then quote the quickening yeah was after or that like mama mia electric boogaloo yeah, yeah that's the other one yeah where they where they go to greece to save the rec center yeah. <laughs> <laughs> developers want to take down the rep center <laughs> we've got to go sing in greece let's yeah. go to meekness here we go again <laughs> you've got to go up against the city council oh. <laughs> mama mia <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, I'm telling you, I, my guy. goal, if, if if before I die, I got to make a um, a Step Up and a Fast and Furious mashup called yeah. Step Up and Furious, <laughs> where there's terrorists that want to take away the rec center, and, and the only way to stop them is a dancing dance off on cars that are going 70 miles Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Please. Right? Yes. Fund this movie. Anyone out there listening? Please. I just need five to ten million, and I will make this movie on it'll, Netflix. It'll be the <laughs> <laughs> Step Up and Furious mm-hmm. coming to a theater near you. And then when you make the sequel, we can cut it all together in the correct timeline. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's because everyone it will be demanding. It. <laughs> yeah, Godfather style. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the other movie is Sorry to Bother You. You actually saw this. This, this is was a like good. it was a good movie, but it was also I wasn't promoted this way, but it also had a fantasy element to it, didn't it? It had a fantasy element, mm-hmm. but it really is is like it's a socialist film. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it shows the ills of capitalism. I mean, there's there's homeless tent people, tent cities in the background of almost every frame. And it shows, and it's got some really hilarious moments. It's got great satire in it. Like if you did not get a chance to watch this, I cannot recommend. Uh, Sorry to bother you enough. It's really, it's really worth watching. It was one of those movies like that you guys were talking about earlier. You know, all there is is the big blockbusters, and that movie came along this summer, and I was like, man, it was so sharp and so well written, and and really funny. Who did it? Who was? Um, God, it was Lakeith. Feels like a Jason Reitman. Lakeith Stanfield was in it, um, but I'm for, I'm blanking on who. Oh, the director- sorry to bother you. Was uh, the one about the? Uh, it was like the, the telemarketer. Yeah. yeah, that was like a racial component. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. yeah, I've heard it was fantastic. That's also Annapurna, I think. Um, Pardon? Boots, Boots Riley. Riley. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a big festival movie. Did really big well. festival movie. Yeah. The guy from Atlanta. I mean, just amazing. Yeah, it was. It, I loved it. Yep, I heard great things about it. Um, all right, so all right. check it out. Um, okay, and the uh, spite, site spotlight. I want to talk to you guys about uh, a couple things. Um, we're still running the special in the store. Free T-shirt with any uh, T-shirt that you buy, we will throw in a uh, free T-shirt. In fact, today we brought some merchandise. Oh, At shit. the end of the show, we brought Whoop. the earbuds DVD. Uh, the Comedy Film Nerd's Guide to Movies, and uh, my graphic novel, Long Ago and Far Away, that just came out. And if you buy any of these things tonight, we will also give you a free T-shirt. Nice. We brought a bunch. One of them and has the- poison in it. Yes. What? All We're over not going to tell you which one. <laughs> Uh, and also the um, <laughs> website, we've ran through some improvements. They're finally done. The downloads are working again. If you want to download um, uh, Men in Suits, that's Frank Woodward's movie. Uh, uh, also, the, all the earbuds downloads are working again. Afghanistan is working again. 
And uh, so check that out. And also the message boards are back up if you want to interact and uh, check things out with other fans. Uh, Charlene is now our boards moderator, and she's creating threads. And you guys can – right now it's a ghost town because we just started back up. But uh, if you guys want to join in the conversation, please uh, check out on the site. It's free. won't cost you anything, and it's fun to do. And, uh, and say hi to Charlene. Yeah. So uh, Coming out this week. We have uh, Hunter Killer. This is the um, Hunt for Red October remake, sort of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. It's, it, it looks like one of those um, military espionage uh, thriller movies with a big budget, but then no one bothered to really make a good movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really what it feels I mean, like. Hunt for Red October is such a classic. It's, I right. really like that film. If you watch it again, there's all this great tension in it. And then, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know why this movie's... Exist. Got made. Yeah. It's uh, uh, Johnny English Strikes Again. I'm not sure uh, if there was such a demand that we needed another yeah, Johnny English should, movie. Should have only struck once. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny English, here we go again. And, uh, I, don't, I don't even know how many of the Johnny English movies there have been. There have been like a number of them. And uh, I really feel like it's one of those franchises that, all right, yeah, um, you know, Rowan Atkinson is really famous in uh, the U.K., do these films really translate over here? I mean, I know kids go to see them sometimes, but even then, are they are they worth the, having a theatrical lease on over know. here? Um, and then Suspiria, I've heard some crazy things about this movie where it's just um, really disturbing and weird, and it's a remake of... Uh, uh, basically, it's a combination of a witch coven and a dance class. Mm. So, uh, oh, so basically, oh, yeah. dance off, witch yeah. coven, dance off. So basically, dance moms. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> That's a so, bitch coven. So you can uh, you can check that out. Um, well, that's our show, man. How go. about it, Phoenix? This hey. was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, thank you so much for coming out. We really appreciate so you guys awesome. supporting the live show. We um, we really appreciate it. We love and, doing uh, this. You know, it's a Thursday night. It's late. You guys made the effort. Thank you so uh, much. Sklar Brothers, mm-hmm. what are, where can you guys have a thing coming out or something with this guy? That was, uh, great, that was a great lead up. Good plug. Um, no, we, uh, we, what can we say? We have two podcasts. We have Dumb People Town, which is basically true crime but and just, you recorded it here at ATC we did that uh, and that's a really fun 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 show you guys will you guys should come do different like maybe together we'll have yeah. a separate I know you've done versions of it in the past uh, but it's really fun and then we have another sports podcast called uh, view from the cheap seats and then we are uh, live we do we're gonna be in Austin Texas doing shows uh, 7 through the 10th of November and then we have a bunch of dates in the new year superscolars.com nice great thank you uh, thanks for guys for doing the show. Um, Progressive Comedy Tour November second uh, and third. November second in Sacramento was sold out, but these November third in San Francisco tickets still available. Not many. And then uh, doing Progressive Comedy Tour in Florida in January. So go to GrahamElwood.com for all those dates. Cool. And uh, yeah, support the short the store. Go to the Patreon. All that business. Yes. And uh, if you haven't already, please uh, check out my graphic novel in the store, uh, Long Ago and Far Away. That just came out. There's uh, pretty awesome. There's some. Uh, there's uh, I will sign it for you if you buy them in the um, store, or if you catch me at a live show like uh, you did. Yeah. Oh shit. Yep. Smart man. Smart man. Uh, I'm also back in production on Conversations from the Abyss. We have half of them, the new season, recorded. Uh, We'll be dropping that probably in the next couple months. It'll be eight new creepy 
Twilight Zone episodes uh, with comedians being really weird and off-putting. So. Uh, so thanks to everybody here at ATC for putting on this awesome festival. We really appreciate it. This is really cool. It's in its second year, and it's already... I mean, the first year was rad. It's They're already making it better, which was cool We're really to happy to be back. Yeah, we're happy mm-hmm. to be back and love being just a guest in a festival, not a producer of one. Yes. Uh, um, uh, it's easier, more fun, more and fun. you know what else it is? More mm-hmm. lucrative. Not stressed. <laughs> <laughs> Not stressed about this yeah. today at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but thanks for checking us out, you I'm guys. I'm not worried about my check cashing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you to the Sklar Brothers. Uh, my name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Han, Han shot, shot first. first.